Welcome back to Supremely Black Podcast. This is your co-host D Rose. Fellas, how's y'all doing? How y'all doing this week, man? Doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Everything been rolling. Rolling well this week. Uh got out and did a few shows. Felt good to be back on stage a little bit, rocking some some back-to-backs. Uh man, been been super busy. Got these kids going from cheerleading the track and everything, man. They they killing my gas, ain't my brother. Running all over the place taking kids from cheerleading the track to this event, that event. Woo, Lord have mercy. It's, it's, it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot going on. But hey, I, I'd rather have it that way. You know what I'm saying? Stay busy, keep the kids busy. They make good grades and everything. So hey, you doing real well. With that trash, uh, Nashville traffic too. So, like, yeah, good luck with that, man. Bro, yeah. ridiculous. The, the traffic jam at any time, it don't matter. Yeah, any so time not, of the day, not for nothing. So for nothing, nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. With spirit, how everything rocking on your end, man? Everything good with me, so and no complaints. Just uh, been busy, uh, not as busy as, as Flake, but still busy nonetheless. But all is well on my end. Just uh, just getting adjusted to not getting paid for a minute since I since I got this promotion and stuff and a new pay schedule that they switch it to. So uh, gonna be three weeks without a paycheck. So that's about Ooh. it. Just trying to budget. But outside of that, uh, all is well. Ooh, little, little top ramen, little top ramen in the table, a couple of nights. <laughs> little Vienna sausages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot sandwiches, yeah. hot sauce and crackers. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so what's up, boy? You sure can tell when you get some money, boy. Right, right. Change, change up your whole pay schedule. <laughs> that, boy, that boy said that without a flinch. If they hold me out for three weeks, I don't know if we're gonna be recording, man. I gotta move around and make something happen. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's like, up, though, man. I'm trying to see what they're like. I ain't never had no promotion yeah. where they changed my pay schedule. Yeah, yeah. He said, got to hold, hold off on this. He's going into a different bracket. That's what's up, man. Bless, bless. Love to see it, man. But uh, everything good on my end, man. Like I guess everybody's still here. Uh, I'm in a, in, a, in a good space mentally. Uh, over the weekend, just to kind of share, like Friday night, I think I turned my phone off at like 12. I ended up turning it back on like noon Sunday or about 10 Sunday morning, just to kind of, uh, you know, like just to unplug from the world, man, just to kind of get you, get my mind right, just focus on some stuff, came up with some creative ideas for all the business ventures I'm working on, for the podcast, nonprofit, it's a lot of stuff that I'm going to be, that I wrote down that, is, you know, just kind of put into place, man. So uh, I'm in a good place mentally. I can't complain at all. So, you know, been been active. Uh, been meditating more, stretching more, running more. So, in a good space, man. So, no complaints on my end of the aisle, man. Now, Flake, I know stuff. you were saying we've been having some conversations, but I'll let you pop it off uh, so we can get into the dialogue that we're going to have today. But I'll let you take it. Yeah, black here. men can't do nothing no more. Black men can't do nothing no more. Y'all been on ASAP Rocket. Uh, for his magazine cover with Rihanna. We forget the simple fact that the cover is for Rihanna. Yeah, I've been on Jonathan Majors for his magazine cover as well on Ebony. 
I just wanted to get you guys thought about it. Um, it just it just was turning the internet up that you know men are no longer men, men become soft, they they ain't leaders no more. And I'm like, this is what we getting out of two magazine covers. This this is what we getting out of these two. You know, they they saying it's a, a objectifying the black man to make us look soft. This that and uh, now now has that been the case in some situation in history? Yes. My, I'm going to let you guys give y'all opinion. I'll go in detail about my opinion a little bit later on it. But my initial thought was this is not the situation with this one. In my opinion. In my opinion. But I see a lot of black men that think a little different. Uh, so I just want to get y'all guys' opinion on that. If you hadn't seen the magazine covers, one has got ASAP Rocky on where Rihanna is on the cover. She is uh, leading the way and holding ASAP Rocky's hand as he's trailing. Uh, behind her while he's holding the baby uh, and kissing the baby at that time. Then you got uh, Jonathan Majors on the Ebony cover uh, with his shirt off. He got on things like a, a pink pink uh, fur coat and, and some some pants with the with the pants and boot combo going up uh, on his on his cover. You know what I mean? So so a lot of people had a lot of thoughts about that. So I just want to get you guys' opinion. I shared the group so y'all can see the photos. I just get y'all thoughts uh, on that and, and it being a black man uh, in both of these photos. Go ahead, Spirit. Go ahead, Spirit. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say uh, I really didn't give it two thoughts, to be honest. Like, at the end of the day, uh, that's their that's business. Uh, they choose to do what they want to do. Uh, as far as ASAP Rocky, if he's supporting Rihanna, more power to him. That's his woman. So uh, behind every strong man is a strong woman, and behind every strong woman uh, should be a strong man. So therefore, I don't give uh, a rat's ass what anybody got to say about a man who got a billion-dollar woman uh, supporting her, taking care of what he got to do in his household, under his roof, for his lady and his family. Uh, their child and their soon-to-be other child or whatnot. So, at the end of the day, uh, people going to talk. Uh, to your point, Flake, uh, it has been the case uh, where society or people that be or powers that be try to emasculate and uh, subject uh our culture and our people to the more feminine uh, aspect of a man. And, uh, but again, I'm not going to be as far as, as woke to say that this is what's transpiring now. And these two things, as far as the Jonathan Majors thing, I mean, art is art and fashion slash photography is a form of art or whatever the case may be. I don't know too much about the photo shoot or what, what behind the logic of the photo shoot, but I did hear uh, somebody talking about it. I forgot where I was at, but I heard somebody talking about it and I heard that it actually came from, but I didn't do no research myself because I don't care too much about it. It actually came from a comic book or the origin of that photo shoot comes from uh either a comic book, if I'm not mistaken, or a uh, a very the prominent film. photographer back in the day or something who they was emulating that type of 
uh, shoot for the Jonathan Major shoot or whatnot. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it was just an expression of art. He chose to uh, partake in that. He felt like it wasn't too, too, too much for him. And so that's his business. And at the end of it, I really don't care. Uh, I know he's a good actor. He did a great TV show that should have been, uh, still should be on TV. That was uh, propelling the culture forward and moving uh, the needle on black art. Uh, he's a great actor in the movies that he's been in as well. So that should be the shit that we're talking about is why is Lovecraft Country not on TV versus, oh, him him not being in uh, or him being in certain paraphernalia or uh, fashion wear. And so that's just how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I will say this. I think from a perspective, I think Jonathan Majors is a great actor. Uh, I've never really listened to ASAP Rocky's music, so I couldn't really just get into that. I, I did look at the uh, picture on Vogue, and then I did see the one that was on Ebony, which is Jonathan Majors. Uh, I've seen a lot of comments, and my, my thoughts of it is, is that I think it could be a bit of a reach on both ends. I'm gonna be honest with you, it would be something it wouldn't be something that I would agree to. I would I would love to see, especially with Rihanna and uh ASAP to being more of a combined thing, because regardless of how we may want to look at it, and I wouldn't consider it being too woke, there is an agenda that they're pushing in regards to making black men look feminine. And I don't think that these two things actually helped at all. I mean, sitting with your legs crossed, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. And I get the whole art thing, but no, I just, I can't agree with just the, the visual of it because at the end of the day, where I get it is that where we may be able to process it in our, in our adult minds, it still could be conflicting to kids that are looking at what is this really set as a standard? I don't, think that they're going to look at that as fashion. I think that they would look at a picture and probably just kind of uh, connected to a lot of different other things that are going on in the world. And I think there's just a lot of confusion. I would love to see black men being black men, which is strong and you can be fashionable, but I don't think it should be questionable and fashionable at the same time. Uh, that's my thoughts on that. One thing, one thing I didn't agree with it with the whole ASAP Rock situation. They said it's showing the men cannot be the head of his household, which I didn't get that at all from that photo. Uh, as a married man myself, and anybody who's been in a serious dating relationship, realize that there's gonna be some times where your woman or your wife is gonna lead in a relationship for a little bit, regardless of, of what that may be. In that situation, uh, there was time for Rihanna to lead in that, in that, because it was her. It was her photo shoot. It was a whole situation about her, especially where coming out the Super Bowl. Uh, what he had on wasn't really anything that, you know, to show them being feminine at all, like a, a, a person that was in his, a father that was in his child's life and was supporting his wife. That's exactly what it was like to me in that situation. I'm sure certain things in the house where ASAP Rocky is holding it down and he's the head and he's leading in those situations. I think people take it as because she'll be in there and he is not beating their staff, but let's not forget, ASAP Rocky got money too. 
Ain't nothing he ever said in the album that I listened to that made him feel like, you know, he's being emasculated or anything like that. I hadn't listened to all his albums, but I've I've definitely listened to uh, a couple of them. Um, so it wasn't, I, I, I didn't get that. I had more problem that he was on the beach with shoes on. I had more problem with that than I did about the whole photo itself. Why this man got on another outfit and they on the beach? This boy gonna dehydrate out there. That's more the issue I had about it. Jonathan Majors, you were right on that, Spears. Uh, it is, the the photographer is in the anime a lot. So that, that picture with him sitting on the couch is uh, paying homage to an anime character, which is a villain. Uh, and he the villain dresses like this. And from I talk to my anime people, they like, oh, he he a ruthless villain. Like he ain't he ain't a dude that's going for none of that. Like he's one of the most dangerous ones. I was like, well, is he sweet or something? Like, no, nah, he just that's just how he dressed, like a, a Ric Flair type of person. He just that's how he is. That's, that's how he dressed as far as the anime character. But it was like ain't nothing sweet about the anime character at all. Like, dude, dude with it. You know what I mean? Um, so I was like, all right, so I get the artistic part of it now. Anything that Jonathan Majors has ever been in, he's been a man's man. And we take this one photo, it's like, oh, this man been emasculated, man. He, he, man, I don't like the way, then it went to, I don't like the way he got the lip, the, uh, the chapstick on his lips, why his lips shining. But I'm like, bro, come on. Like, this man. I definitely, I, I definitely didn't see that. The legs crossed was enough for me to be like, nah, I'm, I'm drawing a line. But to look and see what kind of lips, nah, I'm not doing <laughs> they that. Was, they, they was doing all that, man. So I'm like, the next. I mean, later on in the photograph, he was a super sex symbol because he had on the boxes uh, with the rose in his mouth and he leaned over with his shirt off. And oh, he's such a sex symbol, da da da. The cover, because that picture, I think the boxing picture came out before the cover picture came out. And then everybody, and then the next one with that, and I'm like, bro, come on. Like, I, I don't think too much into it. I, I've seen a lot worse uh, when it comes to that. Uh, when it comes to mass latency, I, I think about that. I also go back and think about, you know, some of y'all that got something said about that. Go back and look what your daddy was wearing back in the early 70s. And you still got your mama. Let's go back to what Prince was wearing. Prince is out here, had all type of ladies. You know what I'm saying? You go back to them 70s, them early 80s. Dudes was wearing stuff today. We'd be, we'd be like, hey, yo, but they was out here getting the women. You know what I mean? Lil Richard, Rick James. Yeah. You know, the, the list goes on. Yeah, Ronald Lazar. When James Brown, with, with at thirty-one years old, and you, you, you fellas a little bit more connected to the your 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 ancestors and elders, and I can respect that. However, I didn't see them coming up like that, so that's just not what I think about when I see that. I, I didn't. I would have to take some time to go back to watch the Mac and Superfly. And all that, I mean, I'm pretty sure they was the smooth-talking brothers, but I'm going to tell you this. That was the look for them back then. It wasn't the blurred lines, as I can say that respectfully, as it is now. I'm just going to, that ain't what that looked like if you didn't know Jonathan Majors and how he acted. I can tell you, I, yeah, I'm, I ain't going to go too far into it, but that ain't what that looked like, now. That well, ain't how you would look through that. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to say this in defense of uh, of – of man in general who may tiptoe certain things. Cause again, I don't agree with certain things, but again, that's neither here nor there. And that's my business. So what I don't agree with, you will never see me partake in that, but I'm not going to talk about somebody else who, who, who does partake in it. But in, in the defense of, of people 
in different regions. Uh, sometimes we could get so caught up into our uh, our region and our our area and demographic that we don't really realize what's happening on the broader spectrum in other regions or in other states and other cities. Because one thing that I have become aware of or started noticing is because, you know, different athletes, because I watch sports, so I'm seeing different athletes. They got niggas out here really painting their nails. And these niggas are really heterosexual, straight males, but they out here with colored fingernails or things on their nails. and that's just something that is very prominent in the region and the area where they live in. And so in certain regions, in certain areas, and in certain demographics, certain things are a norm that we might not see in the deep South, that we're not even aware that is really happening on the West Coast or the East Coast or whatever the case may be, just because that's not our culture. So I will say that there are some things that we're just not aware of because of our bubble that is very big and prominent in other areas that people are really doing. And these are really straight males that are doing some things that we would be like, what the hell? But yeah. again, that's just because of the bubble in the area that we live in that we're not even uh, privy to some of this information and knowledge that's going on. You know what, and I'm glad this conversation went there because I think it 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 will show growth in regards to just three uh, hetero men having this conversation, right? And when I think about a, a guy or a man approaching me and saying he's heterosexual and he has his nails painted, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm not going to see him as a straight man. Like I'm, it, it just to me, my mind isn't wired, and it maybe it should be different but at this particular moment i'm not gonna lie and fake kick it just for anybody to like the video or don't like the video that does not give me masculine vibes and i'm not a i don't believe in toxic masculinity either i think that's just bullshit that they came up with but when i look at what a man looked like i'm thinking about my my uncles my great uncles my great my granddaddy my great granddaddy like i'm not seeing them with their nails painted. Like, I don't know how that even become, a, how that could even become a style in different regions. And I've heard and talked to several people that say that that's the thing, but in spirits, if you've seen it or like, my question for them or anybody is how did that turn into a style and what is it emulating? Cause I've only seen like rock star people and white boys paint their nails like skateboarders and gothic people. I've never seen black men paint their nails and be like, okay, hey, bro, we hitting the club and, you know, them same painted nails is still representing the frat that they in or whatever pledges of allegiance they did to the street. Like, I don't, where did it come from? If you met those type of men, where is it coming from? Like in the different regions, if you had the chance to speak with them, like, what Where's the style coming from? Like, what are they getting to with the nails being painted? Well, just from again, I'm not, I'm not uh, an expert on this, and uh, I'm not saying expert. I'm just saying no, no, like, no, no. I, I'm yeah. just saying uh, I'm not yeah. an expert on this, so I can't, I can't speak for them. But from what I do know, one, a lot of it do come from just the rock star image and persona. Uh, another thing is it comes from a different tax bracket or people trying to emulate that they're in that tax bracket. So this is a lot of prominent, wealthy people, all this other stuff, like D-Wade does it. He even goes as far as his toes. You know, uh, I think I've 
again, I'm not mistaken. I think I might have seen Bron do it once or twice or whatever. Then, you know, you got these people in L.A. and, and in that culture and everything do it. And uh, I'm, I haven't seen him do this, but I will say, like, even if you if you get to – he hasn't painted his nails, but if you get to YG and, you know, YG – who YG is and what he represents – he goes as far to some of his fashion statements that some people could question that are a little, you know, suspect or whatever, because uh, they was talking about YG at the Grammys or whatnot. And it was like, I wouldn't wear what he had on at the Grammys. He had on some uh, leather something outfit or whatever. And people was talking about that and was saying that suspect. But I think it's just a, a tax bracket thing. I think it's when you get to a certain level and you get to a certain fashion, some of that high fashion stuff is just on that level that people want to be like, Hey, this is, this is what I'm rocking. And they have to fuck with it to a certain level or to uh, some type of, some type of level to want it to put it on or wanted to wear it on their fingers or whatever the case may be. So I think it's a tax bracket thing or people who aren't in that tax bracket trying to emulate and follow the people that they look up to or that they put on a pedestal or whatever and say, Oh, if, if my, if my guy's doing it, well, I'm gonna do it too. Okay, so when I think about, and just to use an example, like D-Wade was mentioned, right? I know he is doing a lot of things in support of his son that is, you know, I think made officially uh, made the transition, right? Uh, so Don't do it. Nah, I ain't going to go too far with it. We're just having a grown man conversation. So when you, when you, when I, when I'm thinking about the certain stuff is like, What tech, like, I guess I would still want to know of, like, where is it coming from, bro? Like, it to me, it, I just, fashion, I think, YG, I, think, I, can, I think the baseline of it is the rock star yeah. lifestyle. I think I think that's where the baseline comes from. Okay. It's a rock star lifestyle. Think, like, yeah, yeah, the rock star lifestyle, the painting nails and all that rock star type stuff. I, I think that's what's the baseline of it come from. Okay, and I can see that because, like, a YG, I would see his dress. I would consider him like a Farnsworth Bentley style. Like, he got a little, you know, it's something to it. Like, I, I mean, I've seen dudes pull off the leather fits and you know, etc. Et I think you know you could rock that. But when it comes to like mixing, I, I don't know, man. It's that I think that's kind of like a slippery slope, man. Is and, and it's not any knock to anybody that does it, but I just think about when you think about like. What does it represent? And and then of course, it's everybody has the freedom of speech and freedom of expression to do whatever you would like to do. That's not my point. But when you think about how there could be conflicts of interest in regards to people that may just shut off that group of people, I'll be honest with you. If I seen that, I'm going to automatically think one particular thing, and that's not that I'm not going. I'm going to disrespect you because of that. That's your lifestyle. That's whatever you choose. But when I think about when we're having conversations with young men, young women, and we're just asking, and you don't, I'm a big fan of, you know, black and white. I don't like the blurred lines. And so, like, I feel like sometimes Hollywood pushes a certain kind of fashion that we may get into and say, okay, it's a tax bracket. And not just using your example, I've talked to other people, and it's like, it's an expression. But what is that really expressing to the people that look up to them? Because at the end of the day, you don't have D-Wade type money. You don't have Braun type money. So, your connection to the people that's around you is going to be looking completely different. Like I remember when 
we was running and we so we rocked the fanny packs and people would consider we would consider like a man bag and it was normal. But and I won't go into too much with it, but if you see us out moving around in the city, we ain't running. But that man bag is for a reason. And that's it's part of fashion. Have if you know, you know. You feel me? So play if you want to. However, that's something that's universal. We all know oh, he, they ain't running right now. So if you know, you know. But I can't say it if I see you with nails. I'm like, oh yeah, he wanted them. <laughs> like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He and that's 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 the only thing about it. I think it's a, it's a great conversation, but I'm I'm I like black and white, man. I don't like when it's when it's mixed because my nephew is very and, and flake know it. They gonna ask some questions, and I just like to know so I can give them an answer. I don't want to just bully one side to them because I have to understand that. You may have uncles, you may have great uncles that are going to tell you the real raw truth. However, you're around other kids that may not have that luxury or may be getting taught different things. And so I don't want you to be the one that's being targeted in your school because you're not open to different ideas. Because what you have to realize is that one day as you, as you become an adult or whenever you can make those decisions, it's going to be different people around you. And I don't want them to just be so one-sided as I was being raised is because that just wasn't the norm. And I just don't want them lines to be blurred because uh, what D-Wade do it, well, then if I, let's sit down, let's talk, and I can walk you through a lot of things, you probably be like, oh, I get that. You know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. Now, I mean, I mean, the thing is, you make sense in, in, uh, in, in what you're saying, and nothing that you're saying is wrong. I, I would just think that at this day and age, at, at this time that we're in in society and in the world, and uh, just with maturity levels, that's when you just got to really have conversations with people. So it ain't just a, an assumption that you make, especially if you have access to these people. So like if you uh, have access to somebody and that's your partner or that's your partner's partner or that's your, your homegirl's man or whatever, and you like, why you bring homie around me with these nails? Like, like instead of instead of just leaving it at that, be like, say, let's have a conversation. Uh uh, no judgment here, but I do just want to know because I want to know your thought process on, on why you did it. I want to get an understanding of why it's okay for you to do this because again, it's something that I don't agree with or rock with, but again, I'm not judging you for doing it. I just want to know why you do it because and you could even go to this. I'm raising a young man or I got a young impressionable nephew or whatever the case may be. And when he asked me, um, is it okay for me to paint my nails? And I just quickly be like, nah, you know, that ain't what man do. I want to make sure that I'm not coming from a, a old or a biased term or whatever, even though I'm still going to tell him, I don't think man do that, but I want to make sure that I don't put no extra emphasis on something that could be, a negative way of him processing things that can end up hurting him later on. So I think in this day and age, that's just when we come to, to having conversations because from personal, I'm going to go personal for me. And I know you wouldn't, you would never rock what I rock as far as like skinny jeans and stuff like that. But I also know that you ain't never questioned my manhood or never had to question my manhood. But again, some people might be like, Hey, some of your homies from back home from, from, you know, Oh, excuse me. From the M might be like, hey, your boy rock skinnies. Why you you rocking with this nigga? And he rock skinnies. 
come on, Rose, you know, all this other stuff and everything. And so, you know, just being just being honest and real. So that's the thing. I think for me, there are fine lines. I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not. And I'm not going to say that I wouldn't agree with you or feel the same way that you feel when it comes to certain things, because, you know, we like mine, we got certain things. However, I will say that with what we're trying to represent and what we do represent, now we have to get out of that that old school mentality or where we first just bash a nigga for what he's doing or, or whatever the case may be and be more open-minded to be like, okay, let me try to understand where he's coming from and, and, and his point of view versus whatchamacallit. Because I know for a fact I've been called gay just for the way I, I dress. But I know ain't too many niggas, if there is any, who could dress better than me. And that's on the budget, that's high fashion, that's whatever. Can't niggas outdress me, and that's just what it is. But I know some niggas look down upon me because of the way that I rock. But fuck you. And and I don't care what you think. I'm good in, in my skin and my masculinity and who I am. But again, you know, if if somebody was to tell their son, oh, you can't dress how Chris dress or whatever the case may be, that might be teaching their son some backwards-ass mentality, just like them white folks pass down racism. We could be passing down certain type of biases and hate and discrimination against our own people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I think I like, not I think, but I know for a fact this is a great conversation because it can go so many different ways because even with something as simple as something that really didn't matter to us about how ASAP or Jonathan Majors look, I think it goes into a deeper conversation that needs to be had within our communities because honestly, I can still I'm still ignorant in a lot of ways, to be completely honest with you. It it took me a while to, you know, grasp a lot of different things, but I think the way you approach it. I can respect it because you're looking at it from all levels and then you have to when you're dealing with people, especially dealing with communities, because everybody's not going to come one way. So you may brush off a complete group of people just because of your one way of thinking. But, you know, I think we all have that biases. And I think you made a hell of a point with how racism is passed down. I would have to say I don't hate my uncles or great uncles for it at all or my granddaddy. Them. I'm thankful that they taught me that way. However, I think we like like you said we've hit that roadblock in society now is that you can't just say it that way, and you may still raise your people like I was still I'm still gonna be the same way through and through. However, I'm preparing other young minds to deal with the world that they have to live in, not the world that I lived in, because you know it's it's so much we can go into with it, but we ain't got all day because it's things change practices and shit just evolved and you may not agree in these particular orders i i, I couldn't see Flake, d d a none of them doing any of that you but it ain't it's bigger than that like that's the bubble that i'm used to seeing you feel me so whew, that's boy this is a man list Let Flake say, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Boy, hey, let me tell y'all something. I thank y'all for real because I think this is this is a great conversation. Is uh for the people that know me through and through. Uh I hope you've seen some growth in this conversation. 
uh, because I'm really, this is the way I'm thinking of it, but you know how I started the conversation. It was going about to go left, but you have to think about it in a different way because, you know, I got a one-year-old nephew, bro. Imagine me having this conversation with him in 15 years, 13 yeah, years. Like, it's, it's going to be way different from how it was with us. Like, I can't even tell him an inkling of that. And I have to, I'm going to hit him with the early. Hey, don't you repeat nothing I say. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I going to have me, you know what I'm saying, banned from the school. But, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, you know. No nah, conversations, but, like, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. but for real though, because uh, what you what you saying is true because I had a conversation with Nia not too long ago, and I'm not gonna say the exact term, but y'all gonna know what what I mean. I told her I'm raising my kids the way I was raised. You better not bring a home, and so, yeah. and that's just how I was raised. And she was like, "Nah, you can't do that." She was like, "You can't do that." They they gonna choose who they choose and all this other stuff. But I was like, "Nah, I'm telling my kids." And they was, two of them was right there. You can't bring home. And that's just the end of it. But again, that's something that I'm not I'm not gonna waver on. I'm not crossing no lines. I'm not changing my mind. Now, of course, if they do just do do it, I have to be acceptable and accept it. I mean, there's nothing that I can actually do because I would never just uh abandon my kids, hate my kids, uh, just turn my back on them or anything of that nature for a choice that they made. But it's just something that I stand on and that I'm going to teach them and raise them upon. So, I mean, that there's some things that, you know, just because of how we was raised, just because of uh, how we view things personally, uh, growing up seeing things and just experiencing things that we, we're not going to waver on and we're going to stand on and that's just what it is. And we're not wrong for that. What we would be wrong is, is just our approach to it, especially with other people who may be of the other side or the other choice or the other thing. And so that's just the thing that we got to make sure that people understand you uh, trolls on the internet. You may not have to agree but there shouldn't be an attack on a man's character. There shouldn't be an attack on a man, especially a man that you don't know, because that man might actually be doing more for you than what you think because he got money and he might be giving back to your community or helping kids out in your community or doing something for people in your community by his philanthropic, uh, philanthropic uh, activities and stuff and everything. And then you hating on him or whatever the case may be, or you just talking on a, on a man's character that you don't know, but then your back, your, your closet and your closet got more things than that you don't want people knowing. So I would just, it, everybody's going to have an opinion because that's just, that's just human nature. Everybody's going to have an opinion, but we should be careful on the attacks that we, that we put on people just because they do something that we might not agree with. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah. And so, uh, Great points. And for the acquiring minds that did not know what he was talking about, he was talking about bad grades. They should not bring those home at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly what he's talking about. Bad grades. Better not bring yeah. home, bro. Better not bring no C minus in the house, bro. It's going to be proud. It's going to be proud. It's going to be some real yeah. proud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Better not bring. Even if you're doing your best, you you better your best better get better. Twenty six twenties. 
I'm brave. <laughs> <laughs> that 50 51. That 50 51. Yeah. For real, boy. Hey, for real, man. Yeah. But yeah, that's a. Yeah, man, that was a great conversation, man. Great conversation. Oh, yeah, that went a little bit deeper than I thought it was going to go. But yeah, there yeah. we go. That's what it's for. That's what it's for, man. Yeah, good conversation started. Cause it's because yeah. it's the the crazy part about it is like a lot of people we've had this conversation just in, in any group that we've pretty much been in, and yeah. it's just a lingering thing. It's like we look at it in our own little ways and we the old heads now. And you know, we gotta start moving to such because what we put down on the ground, they gonna pick up for better or for worse. So, you know. Some of them conversations, you just got to be like, oh, well, hey, I don't know if you're ready for that yet. So I'll wait till you get a little older and we can talk about it. So maybe you can raise your kids that way. But just to throw it at them and say, hey, you got to move with it. And listen, you got to think it ain't a lot of us out here that's still influential that your nephews and nieces going to look to and say, I'm proud to say that this is my uncle or my aunt uh, because they still out here. They not caught up in the world or get caught up in the matrix. It's just you know, a victim of their environments. So when you're in that, that influential spot, man, you got to realize that what you say and do, regardless if it's right or wrong, they're going to follow and they're going to remember. Like, and that's just what it is. And so, yeah, I, you know, I think that was a great conversation. And we might have to spin off that next week again because it's a lot of shit to unpack with that for real, for real. It was therapeutic yeah, yeah. to be for real. Yeah. 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 One more question. We'll wrap it up. Y'all still smoking hookah out here? I am. And I don't even smoke <laughs> it that much, but I definitely am. <laughs> yeah. And uh and here go to cry and, and I, now this I won't do. If like as play boys, I won't do this. But I would say this, man, is uh if you did your origin on uh and your history on hookah, it was actually something that Arabic men did uh as like uh spiritual purposes is like cleansing or like fellowship amongst men women weren't even allowed to smoke hookah in their religion it actually hit the united states and when it got you know westernized completely it's everybody think it's not a woman thing but it was actually a man thing that they did for like holistic purposes and like religious purposes amongst men they sat around and it was just kind of like we do beer and football in america so for people to think that it started in Atlanta, uh, at some random hookah spot, but I show hope But I show hope. Nobody did. But the reason why I said Atlanta is because that's gonna give uh, you an yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Else with it. So yeah, if you know me, you know that black men smoking hookah these days, boy. I mean, it's but then you know, yeah, we ain't gonna go into that. No, but I'm smoking. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke hookah when I want to. And, and mm -hmm. I mean, another thing is, they want everything for themselves. Like, they literally want everything for themselves. Don't do and, it. And, Don't do it. In 2020, uh, no, 2030, we ain't going to be able to have nothing. Uh, <laughs> you better uh, have nothing. Uh, you better not smile. Smile man, ain't for straight men no more. Yeah. <laughs> man, like, do they wonder why be, we so. Going to yeah. have to be in caves. Yeah, yeah, straight man ain't even gonna be able to own homes. Yeah, 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 for real though. Yeah, it's crazy because I, I promise you, man, the the guys that I know that you know aren't heterosexual men, I, we have the most respect for, 
we can have conversation. They're not trying to, they're very mature in regards to what it is. They're not trying to push no agenda, all that. But when I see people that just do the most for social media, and that's a lot of people. It ain't even got nothing to do with just what you are interested in. It's just the doing the most for the clicks and likes and content. Some things are just real conversation like this we had that really get down, break down barriers to help people out, to understand how to think through and talk through with other people that's from different lifestyles. But when I see ignorance like that, it's like, bro, now if we say something out the way, we gonna be under attack because we went too far with it. But if you say it, it's cool. If we say it, we bullying. Like, just chill with that because somebody else gonna come real raw with it and you know, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yeah, cause cause your ego so fragile, they yeah. can't. Y'all feel disrespected by a song called "Natural Women." Then y'all feel disrespected for for a nigga smoking hookah. Did you see that they? I'm gonna leave that alone after this, cause that's gonna get me fired up. You see, they try to get that that song pull. Oh, uh, what song? Old school song. Aretha uh, Franklin's "Natural Women." Yeah, yeah. They try to get it pulled. Yeah. Yep. Said it was offensive. Yeah, they yes, said there ain't no such thing as a natural woman. No, because there ain't no such thing as a natural woman. As a natural woman. We can close it right there before we go too far. So we gonna say yeah. the lyrics is gonna say, I feel like a person with ovaries. Ovaries. <laughs> yeah, no, no, cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. I feel like a woman no. with a placenta. Hey, mute him. Mute him. <laughs> he got two more seconds. He about to get that trick. Yeah. I'll close it up. But for real, man. That's, that's crazy. That's cool. crazy. They, they try to pull. Proud when I do it. Yeah. yeah. They try to pull Aretha. I said, man, where am I? Come on. What a time to be alive. Well, try to pull Aretha after she done died. Try to pull it while she alive. Boy, Aretha going to let you ask that's just, it, I mean, yeah, it, that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, we'll let that go. But uh, <laughs> I want to do something different uh, this week because at church yesterday, we was talking about uh, mental health a little bit and whatnot. So uh, for the Black Business Minute this week, I don't have an actual Black business. I just wanted to encourage people out there who uh, who may be dealing with anything, whether whether that's uh, depression, anxiety, uh mourning somebody uh frustration uh a loss a loss of a loved one a loss of a job car wreck anything dealing with something uh make sure that one thing that you take care of because uh, you know out here we talking about uh physical health and getting in the shapes running working out you see the videos of people uh posting their gym workouts and their gym routine and all that other stuff but your strongest muscle is your mind your body will do whatever your mind tells it. That's good, bad, or indifferent. So make sure that you're building up your mind and you're spending time with your mind and doing different practices that helps your mental health. And I'm not just talking about going to a therapist and unpacking shit. I'm talking about things that actually make you feel peace, make you feel joy, make you feel happiness. I'm talking about things that actually allow you to uh, mute the naysayers and mute the haters and mute the people who are trying to tell you what to do and trying to tell you that you ain't doing right or trying to tell you you ain't shit or that you ain't nobody uh find some alone time and get comfortable being just with yourself being comfortable knowing who you are and what you are and what you stand on so then therefore when things do happen because life is going life regardless life's going life 
But when those roadblocks hit you and everything, that you're more prepared and more equipped for the hard times versus just uh, crumbling and breaking down or getting to a moment where you might not feel like living or you might feel like you have to go out and do something that could put you behind bars and all this other stuff and everything like that. So uh, build up your mind because your mind is your strongest muscle and your your body will do whatever your mind tells it. So I just want to let y'all know that your mind, you got to work on your mind as much as you're working on that six pack, them abs, them biceps, them leg days and everything. So build your mind up. And I, for, I forgot, uh, I don't know why I didn't say this, but I got some good news. So I just got to share it because God is good. Uh, right before we got on, I got a call from my lawyer. And so uh, he went to the uh, prosecutors and everything and tried to, uh, we gave them our terms and what we wanted to plead to or whatever, and they accepted it. So uh, my case that I, I've been dealing with or whatever, I know not too many people know uh, outright, just people that I know in general. And then uh, I know our viewers and listeners, they know that I was fighting the case or whatever, but uh I got two of my charges dropped and uh, just got one charge and that's just resisting arrest time served for when I went to jail for that. And that's the end of it. Uh, lost my pistols, but I could buy uh, some more anytime. So as long as I'm not losing my second amendment, right, I'm good. So uh, God is good. Uh, just got to sign the paperwork and it'll be final. So my uh, lawyer uh, sent them a message back saying we'll accept those terms even though they accepted our terms but we'll accept those terms let us know when we could come sign and uh, yeah so God is good I'm a I'm a be a free man I, I was going to trial for this but my lawyer said he was going to try to hit them up and give them the offer that I said because I told him I wasn't I, I would take the, the charge for the resistance because I can own up to that I was resisting at some point, but I'm not taking those other charges and those other charges ain't for everybody business to know, but I wasn't accepting those other two charges because I wasn't guilty of those or whatever. So we either go into court because they was trying to give me uh, some, some jail time and then some other stuff. We either go into court or, uh, and, and that's it. But then he, he said, what will you take? And I told him exactly what I would take and what accept. He said, let me reach out to them and see. And they accepted it. So God is good. Yeah. I, uh, I thank all who did know for your support and your prayers and uh, just uh, keeping me in thought and all of that stuff. It was uh, much needed and, and much appreciated. So that's it. Thanks, Tyler, man. I'm glad you shook them, folks. Because, you know, you know how the gang go when it comes to that. And, yeah. you know, there ain't nothing, ain't nothing to it to come some new, some new, some new, uh, some new toolies, so that's that's easy. That's light work. For for for, for my man Congratulations bag. Congratulations on that. When, yeah, when exactly. we not running. For my man bag, when we not running. Yeah. <laughs> for, at, for athletic purposes. Athletic purposes, yeah. yeah. Congratulations on that. Glad to hear that you was able to do that. It's crazy how they try to take you down for smoking hookah in Atlanta after 10 p.m., bro. That's, that's crazy as hell, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're going to live through that. We're going to beat that. You know what I'm saying? And bumping Aretha <laughs> in my car. I'm a twin. Yeah, and playing a reason at the same time. Basketball group for past <laughs> Cold game, man. Cold game. You're cold game, man. Next yeah. to a natural woman. Yeah. <laughs> Had both over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Our Supreme Black Person of the Week is going to John Albert Burr. 
He invented one of the first rotary blade lawnmowers. Uh, Bird designed a lawnmower with traction wheels and a rotary blade that was designed to not easily get plugged up from the lawn clippings. John Albert Bird also improved the design of lawnmowers by making it possible to more closer to building and wall edges. He did that. His patent is from uh, eight, May 9th of 1899. Not much history out there about Mr. John Albert Bird, but he was born in Merlin in 1848. Uh, his parents were slaves and who were later freed and may also have been a slave until he was the age of 17. Uh, he didn't escape from Maine with labor as he worked as a field hand uh, during his teenage years. And then shortly after that, <clears throat> he created that lawnmower. Um, he was not the, it, it, it's kind of confusing on who was the original um, inventor of the lawnmower. I won't go into who they say is the original inventor of the lawnmower, but I say I will give it to that person, and then we'll say that Mr. Uh, John Burr uh, invented to make it a better process to manually mow your lawns. All right, he made it a little bit smaller, whatnot. The original version of the lawnmower was was really big, and uh, his version where he put the the new tires on everything make it a little bit easier, a little bit able to turn a little bit better, whatnot. So give it up uh, to John Burr. Because after that invention, you've seen as they went to gas lawnmowers being a little bit smaller. They had the the wheels on there with the grip and everything. So uh, it came from there. So congratulations to him. And uh, he's our spring back person uh, of the week. Shout out to Mr. Burr. That's dope. That's dope. Mr. Burr. Follow our kings out there. Put your crown on. Took that thing to the side. Let them know you're our king. Follow our queens out there. Put your crown on. Took that thing to the side. Let them know you are a queen. We are supremely black, and we out.